Hey guys, Riley here. I'm just going to come in while I'm calling Joe in the morning. And I just want to let you all know that next week there will not be an episode. We are going to record one, but we're going to start recording a week in advance. And so this is just a buffer week. So that way Alien Happy Hour can release the episodes a week early on their Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash alien happy hour if you want the episodes a week early. Otherwise, just stay tuned to the same podcast feed. They'll all keep coming here for free just one week late. Thanks. Shame. Ooh, wait, that one, that one had a different ring to it. Sixteen. <clears throat> Joe, 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 good morning. It's time. It's time. It's bionicle time. <laughs> Good morning, my friend. How are you, how are you doing? I know. <laughs> um, should we switch to the Discord? On call 16, they answered. <laughs> the, the, the trick is that you got yourself into this because I really love being slightly bothersome to my friends. And so, like, <laughs> and also, I, I messaged you this. I always have the moral high ground because I need to get you up for work. Because if you aren't awake, then, oh, dang, well, they still have to go to work. It's true. So I always have the moral high ground in this call. <laughs> I'll talk to you in a second. <laughs> there we go. Joe. Joe, good morning. Good morning. I'm I'm going to abbreviate this episode for both your own sake and because you slept in a little bit. You, you did a little bit of a extra bit of a sleepy. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> I... I noticed you messaged me at 3 a.m. going, oh, if you want to message me, if you want to call me in the morning, feel free. I'm like, motherfucker, 3 a.m.? What are you doing? Uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't exactly get to sleep yesterday. This morning? That's fair. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you got some sleep. Now, Joe... Today we're going to talk about the Toa Mata. Oh, the Toa fuck. Mata are the main... I forgot part. why you called yeah. me. No, yeah, I didn't just call you as a nice, pleasant wake-up call. Like, I'm I'm going. Like, we're... This car is hitting the ground running. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> the Toamata, Joe, were the first main group of Bionicle. They were the team. They were like the, the original line. They got sent to Matanui, the island, but got lost in transit for years. Now, I say years. You and I think like, what, five, six, seven years? They were lost just kind of floating in like fucking like the negative zone for a thousand years. Okay. Going from where they were built to Matanui. Am I supposed to feel bad? No, no, you're not supposed to feel anything yet. The thousand years had taken a toll upon the Toamata. Their organic tissue had decayed over the years and they had to rebuild themselves once they arrived on the island. The long hibernation also left them with amnesia, forcing them to rely on external information while their memories slowly coalesced. So, like, you get these kind of dope-ass pictures of, like, some of the Bionicle, like, rebuilding themselves on the shore. Um, so, like, they come out of their canisters, which also, by the way, this is just good-ass toy design because the canisters that, like, they came in were the canisters that, like, like, oh, they're transport canisters. So that's just, like, that's just good toy design right there, Joe. Those are, that's a playable toy. Uh-huh. Also, here's another picture of a uh, Toamata reassembling himself on the beach. And you get a good picture of a faceless Bionicle. A maskless Bionicle. It's a nightmare. Sure is. Now, Joe, upon arriving on the island, the Toamata quickly res- met their respective Turaga. I don't have to explain that word to you because you already know what oh, that yes. means. Oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> the Turaga is one of those... They're they're the old um, Toa that are uh, that took off their masks and became uh, leaders of communities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the Toa Mata quickly met their respective Taraga, who are the former Toa Metru, and learned the menace of Makuta and their mission. Each Toa had to gather six great Kanoe. We described last time the Kanoe are masks. And Makuta is like the main bad guy. The masks are Akakama, Ahau, Pakari, Akaku, Kaku, Kakao, wait, Kakao, Kakao? I don't know. Someone's going to correct me. Please do. And Miru, before they could hope to face Makuta. All right. Soon Hang afterwards. On, Bionicle Lord Keepers. Yep. It's honestly incredibly helpful. I've had a lot of people reach out for helping me after the last episode, and I am so fucking thankful. <laughs> Soon afterwards, the Toa met each other, though they did not remember each other. The Toa of Fire Tahu soon emerged as the team leader, because, you know, you gotta have your Red Ranger. Now, Joe, what I've set up here is I'm going to go through a little bit and describe each of the main Toa Mata to you. Does that sound good? I don't care, man. Do you want to take any estimations? If I was, if we're talking about the red character, what do you think their personality traits are? Uh, the leader of the bunch. You know him well. Yes, that's, that's pretty much all you need to do. Tahu's Toa canister arrived on a beach near Tawahi, which is, you know, the, the main, uh, like, it's a place for all these, like, like I said, all the Matoran have Ta blank or Po blank or Le blank because they're all based off their Toa in that way. 
um, when Tahu emerged, he found that some of his mechanical components had separated. He fused pieces together and realized he did not remember who he was or what he was doing there to his great frustration. He eventually remembered his name and rediscovered his fire powers. He has fire powers. He wandered around Tawahi, eventually arriving at the Charred Forest. There, he was ambushed by four Tamatoran, led by the captain of the Takoro Guard, Jaller. They captured Tahu in a wooded Rahi trap. Rahi, as we described last week, is the uh, Matoran word for animal. Did we establish that? I think we did. If we didn't, hey Joe, did you know that Rahi is the Matoran word for animal? I am 100% sure that's the first time you told me that. <laughs> well, then at least there's that. They are they're kind of like the uh, part of the big bad guys because Makuta has uh, like fucked up a lot of the uh, the Rahi on the island of Montanui. And so they're all like running around being a evil. So Tahu is about ready to like throw the fuck down with these uh, Matoran. He's like, I'm going to kick their ass. I'm going to kick their entire ass. And uh, Vakama, the Turaga of Takoro, who used to be a red Toa, came out and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You are supposed to protect us. And Tahu is just like, all right, sounds fake, but okay. And signs up to like help them out. So then he helps uh, kind of fill him in with that info dump. Makuta, um, they have tormented, he, uh, he has uh, tormented the Matoran for a thousand years. He informed Tahu that the only way he could confront Makuta directly was to collect the six great Kanoe masks hidden throughout the island. And then Tahu started his journey to fire in them. Now, I'm going to talk a bit about, you know, his some of his traits here. Tahu is one of the boldest, fiercest, and most courageous of the Toa. However, this trait often manifests as a hot-headed temper and aggression. Because fire, you know? Uh-huh. He's hot-headed like fire, Joe. It's clever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Despite this fault, he is fiercely loyal to and very protective of his team, especially Gali. The girl, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Because the leader got to protect the girl superhero. I hate it. <laughs> he takes being a leader very it's seriously. It, it's not the best, Joe. Listen, we are going to find out in many different forms that Bionicle is, as a whole, okay. <laughs> like, it's fucking dope, and also, it's like, guys, it's so painfully 2000s. Uh-huh. Oh, God. He does not feel inclined to get the opinion of his fellow Toa, when setting out to make plans. Oh, I can't believe it. So, yeah, again, fire, hot-headed. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like poetry. It, it rhymes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tahu's personality often clashes with Kopaka, Kopaka being the ice one, though they ultimately respect each other. Gali has also become frustrated with Tahu occasionally, particularly when he acts without thinking. After Liwa, the air one, was freed from the effects of the Krena. I don't know what that means. Oh, look at that. You don't Tahu know. Tahu had difficulties trusting him. Well, yeah, well, do you want to find out? We can We can go down this little lore hole. I have actually made sure to keep up every single tab that I have, so that way, in case you were to 
in case you were to sassily ask something like that, <laughs> we would go in. Great. How how's how's uh how how are your opinions on uh, Tahu right now? Where are you sitting? Uh, if you could, if you had to grade Tahu, Tahu. All right. Well, first you get out to tell me again what exactly that is. Is that the is that the Tahu point? is the Toa? That's the name of the man. That's the man and the name of the red man. Mm. man that's the worst possible phrasing. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, I, I I did it bad. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not super positive on it, I guess. I think I... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's bad. I th- so Tahu gets a bad out of five. Yeah. Gotcha. Tahu has been ranked there. Would not, now, would, would not follow on Twitter. Would not follow. You wouldn't even follow him and then mute him. You just would not follow. No. I'm not even like trying yeah. to like... Uh, pretend I respect him for clout. <laughs> oh, God. That's too fucking true. <laughs> um, next up. Next up on our little Toa list is Liwa, who is my favorite growing up. This is the green one. This is the green man. Mm-hmm. Much like his element, Liwa is wild and carefree. He has a strong devotion to helping his friends phrase. and his village. What's that? Wild and carefree are... T- Two and uh, like, okay, never mind. Whatever. Well, he's air, Joe. You know, air. It's wild and carefree. Uh huh. Yep. He has a strong devotion to helping his friends and his village, but his kindness extends even to people he does not know well. He has a distinct hatred of water. Okay. Because <laughs> you know, air doesn't mix. It doesn't mix with water well. That I okay, sure. They're gonna see a lot of Pokemon typing like this. Um, Liwa was initially very overconfident, but his numerous adventures have matured him. When the Toa Mata first arrived on the island, he was one of the Toa that wanted to go solo on his mission, but was taught a lesson in teamwork when he was captured and made the first infected Toa of the island. So that is what we were talking about in the last little conversation, that last little blurb. When Tahu was having trouble believing uh, Liwa, that's because he was infected. And so, you know, put under a little zombie mind control by Makuta. That makes sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Liwa got norded. Yeah. Now, then uh, uh, fucking Onua, one of the other Toa, broke into the, uh, the, the hive that he was in and saved his ass. Now, the Toa Nuva... Oh, we don't talk about Toa Nuva yet. That's fuck that. Put it in the garbage can. All right. Ever since his experience with the Krana, that uh, corrupted mask being attached to his face, uh-huh. Liwa has been able to telepathically communicate with the Borok and their affiliates. The Borok are some dope ass toys that we will get to later. He also has subconscious knowledge about them. This led some of his teammates to initially distrust him, Tahu, but he has since turned earned back their trust. As Toa of Air, he has the ability to create, control, and absorb air. I can... Listen, so can I, motherfucker. I can control, absorb air, too. He can also suck the air out of an area to create a vacuum. And he got an, a- an axe. Joe? How do you rank Liwa? Liwa? Um, yeah, this dude. Hmm... 
I mean, he's not as bad. As bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always liked the Green Power Ranger as a kid. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. So I think, hypothetically, mm-hmm. I want that to translate. And um, and I think this guy, I think this guy is all right. He's not great. Too wild and carefree. I'll mark down all right out of five. Yeah. Now, next up on our list, Joe, can you tell me the name? First off, can you tell me the names of the two Toa we've already talked nah, about? Uh, not a chance. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Tahu and Liwa. Lee, Liwa, Ta- Tahu. Got it. Gotcha. What was what was Tahu's element? Uh, that was the fire one. Yeah. What was Liwa's element? Air. The color. Yes. You're doing good. I won't let you continue and get it wrong. You nailed it. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you while you're ahead. <laughs> now, next up is Gali. Gali is the blue one. She personifies the seas she calls her home. Embodying the deepest, darkest oceans, but also possessing an aura of warmth and caring. Cause girl, uh huh. Cause they want very bad. They just mm, those early two thousand gender norms. They are strong. They didn't go anywhere. She's gentle and they fucking. I know, but I want them to go. I want them to leave. So saying they're early two thousands makes me separate themselves from them. She's gentle and kind, and often the only one who keeps the Toa from splitting up or doing battle amongst themselves. Yo, what? This is a bad team. If, like, the one person is, like, the mediator and the team is always fighting, that's a bad team. Yeah, that's not good. Despite attempting to be the peacemaker, Gali is often aggravated by the clashing attitudes of her teammates and lashes out herself to quell their infighting. What the fuck? <laughs> Your mediator yelled too. Your mediator also do a fight. She is extremely wise and recognizes the importance of the three virtues and how they affect the team. As a Toa of Water, Gali can control the tides, create floods from the tiniest bits of moisture, summon and disperse tsunamis and rainstorms, and combine forces with Liwa to unleash a powerful thunderstorm. That's buck wild. Joe, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, well, I'm probably just gonna eat a pop tart. That's chill. Pop tarts is good. Pop tarts are right. Bionicle pop tarts. Where are those though? Where are those? I don't know. I'm going to send you a picture of a uh, of Galley here, so that way you have a. This is Galley with a big ass gun. Oh. This is her with a gun. Oh. Brap brap. Let me see this. Motherfucking thing. You know, Gally, keep that motherfucking thing on her. Yeah. Sure do. Yeah, and I'm also going to send you a picture of uh, of Liwa here. Because I didn't send you a picture of them either. This is them with a gold mask. Ignore that. Imagine it is green for now, and we'll get back to that later. Why do they have Stormbreaker? That's what I'm saying. No, Liwa got a mask. It's weird. Liwa has that big old axe. They gonna they gonna fight. They gonna fight good. Ooh. I also just noticed that Bionicle.com has given each of these people stats too, so we might have to go over that. But 
You now oh, know about good. Galley. Galley's weapons are hooks. Um, so, like, you know, fucking, like, uh, Maui. Because she do water. She have hook. How do you rate Galley? Also, she's the girl, so her name has Gal in it. Uh, I hate it. It's so bad. Hate it so bad out of five? I mean, I was going to say, like, mediocre trope out of ten, but then you said that her name had Gal in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put, I'll put both down for, uh, for posterity's sake. So that way we have a ranking out of ten and a ranking out of five. Put my whole fucking character arc in the notes. Exactly. It's important to have. It's important to have. Now, Joe, we are coming across our next big hero here, and that is Kopaka. This is this is a crowd favorite. Everybody, everybody loves Kopaka. Everyone like Kopaka. Here's an image. This is the ice one. So Kopaka is cold, aloof, and antisocial. Toa. Oh, so, you're Tommy Oliver. He prefers to work alone and only agrees to team up when others with others when needed, and simply leaves company when his presence is no longer required. Man, he's so cool. He's so cool. He's the Edge Man. I love. Well, <laughs> I hate it. It's it's. He... Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I mean, it's it's basically the same as like any given. Uh, like Power Rangers anime story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have your five man band, and it's a trope for a reason, but they also have six in their band. So I don't know if that just translates to one of them not having any character, or if that <laughs> translates to like something better. None of them have character. Um, Kopaka is cold, aloof, and antisocial, <laughs> Joe. You got me. Kopaka and Tahu have often clashed and disagreed on personal viewpoints and decisions, though both have begun building a respect for each other over time. What's, the name, continued... of the, what's the name of the leader? I just said it. Tell me again. Can you get it? Can you pull it up? Tahu. Tahu. Tahu is a libertarian. Oh! That's oh. why. That's that's why they're struggling. I call it now. <laughs> I'm going to need to go back and I'm going to need to get the uh, political affiliations of all of these Bionicle. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're missing out on. Okay, well, you know, we're going to start with Kopaka and we still... Okay, so... Co- yeah, they often cl- clash and disagree on personal viewpoints and decisions, though both have built a respect for each other. After continuously working together with his team, Kopaka has matured, developing a sense of appreciating unity. He has a peculiar friendship with Pohatu, despite their opposing personalities, and is closely connected with his other teammates as well. As such, any of them coming to great harm is one of the few things that can set Kopaka off. His usually cold temper, when unleashed, can drive him to take on enemies regardless of personal harm he may suffer. Because he's he's the cool one. Yeah. He's an intellectual. He's he's smart and quiet. You have to have a very high IQ to understand him. Yeah, exactly. And then Kopaka looked across the room and somebody like started clapping. And that person was Einstein. And then another person started clapping. And it was it was Toa Rick. And truly, 
only only the most understanding of people understand Kopaka. So that's Kopaka. He he has control over ice. That means he can do pretty much any ice shit. What do you what is your Kopaka rating here? Um I mean he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Okay out of five. And what is his political affiliation? Um I mean he's definitely like a capitalist apologist. Oh yeah. Apologist definitely invested. He himself in is very progressive, but he thinks Elon Musk is okay. Oh yeah. Kopako, why? I fucking hate it. All right. Next up, Joe. Next up, we have Pohatu. Pohatu is amiable, the friendliest in the team. He has a good relationship with all the Toa and treats his villagers like equals, not subordinates. Yo, the others treat their villagers like subordinates? <laughs> huh. I, f- I feel like that's important and we should, uh, we should, like, fucking sit with that for a little more, but okay, we don't gotta. There's a picture of Pohatu in there. Now, he usually jokes in times of danger and peace, boosting the morale of others around him. He always has a happy demeanor and is brave and dependable. During high tension between his brothers, he attempts to bring out, bring quarreling Toa together. So also, uh, also Gali. He also does a fucking mediator thing. He never takes rude remarks too seriously and easily forgives his friends if they make a mistake. Like many Toa of stone, Pohatu had a fear of water as he was able to swim as well as a stone, which is to say not at all. As Toa of Stone, Pohatu has the ability to create and manip- manipulate stone powers that are advanced when they create a Toa Nuva. I'm getting a phone call from you? Joe? Alright, we're going back to analog. We're going back to an- This did not work? Uh, no, it's, I, I walked out of my apartment and you started to break up and I was like, hmm, I guess maybe this... I should have thought about this a little bit longer. Are you leaving? Because we can cut it for here today. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm walking to work. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 cut it. Let's cut it here, right? We'll that's, cu- that's fine with me. We'll cut on Pohatu, Joe. Where can people find you on the internet? Um, let's see. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe. Spelled Ghost of J O. I do a couple other podcasts. You can find them. <laughs> if you look for them. I don't actually tweet about any of them, so. Yeah, I'll help you find them. Tweet at me if you need to find Joe's podcast. <laughs> uh, I do a Kingdom Hearts recap show called Got It Memorized. Uh, uh, One Piece free watch called We Are Watching One Piece. Video game discussion podcast called Objective the Good. I'm working on editing the Kingdom Hearts inspired actual play called Interstitial. Uh, I don't know. That sounds good. Joe, I'm going to let you walk in peace and not have me rambling in your ear on your way to work. I mean, it's fine. I'm sure the thing is, I'm sure the audio quality sounds like shit. So, like, maybe. Well, especially right now, I'm holding my speakerphone up to my microphone. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's like, like my favorite uh, part of cereal. <laughs> oh fuck yeah alright Joe you have a good one today great thanks <laughs> I'm, gonna, 
Well, listen, I got a voicemail from my mom, because today is my birthday. Oh, today's your birthday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, happy birthday! Thanks. I hope you have a great one, I'm glad you got extra sleep. <laughs> I barely got any sleep. <laughs> Joe! I'm glad I appreciate you for waking me up. <laughs> okay. And not giving up after 15 tries. I am determined. Stay determined and all that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Fucking see you later, my friend. See ya. <laughs> if y'all like what you heard today, you can find more of it over at alienhappyhour.com. Alienhappyhour.com is where I do all my podcasts and work. You can find the chat room where we talk around. We talk about all the important issues of the day. You can listen to Movie Club, where every week we watch a movie and then we talk about it. You can check out um, YouTube.com slash Alien Happy Hour. Every Thursday night, we have Alien Happy Hour Wrestling Federation. Next, this Our next show is SummerSlam. So I believe it's Weird Al, Chuck E. Cheese, and Vegeta for the, uh, the Alien Happy Hour Championship. And Lapis Lazuli and X-23... And a winner and a loser cannot challenge again ladder match, I think. It's going to be fucking dope. But, yeah. And also, here's an important thing that for y'all to know. I'm going to put this in the intro as well. Um, as of next week, um, next week is not going to have an episode. We're still going to record one. But for Alien Happy Hour, we release episodes early, a week early to our patrons. So after next week, then we're just going to be like an hour, be, a week behind on loop. If you want to get that early, go check out patreon.com slash Alien Happy Hour. Otherwise, I'll see you in two weeks. Either way, it's fine. You're still going to get all the episodes for free. Just at a slight, just at that one week slower pace, which is chill as hell. Anyway, you can find me at Rev Rybrand, Red, yeah. At Rev Rye Bread on Twitter. That's at Rev Rye Bread. Um, thank you all for listening. This has been fantastic. If you want to tweet about the show, tweet at B3. Or not at B3. Hashtag B3. I check that tag because I like, I like it and I'm taking it from Bethesda. We're going to have squatters rights come next year. Anyway, thank you all so much. You guys have a great one. See you same, next week. Same Bionicle time. Same Bionicle channel. Bye! Also, this is important. Our music is from the uh, Bionicle game for GameCube. It's uh, collected by the Biomedia Project. Also, thanks to the uh, B101 Wiki, which is the wiki I am now using, the Biosector 01. Um, that's it, all really. That's it. That's for good. Have a good one.